What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the What the Fun Show and our mini-series, Obi-Wan's Star Wars, where we take a look at Obi-Wan's perspective in the prequel trilogy in honor of the new Obi-Wan series coming out on Disney+. My name is Mike, and I am with my co-hosts, Joe and Justin. You guys, how are you doing today? Uh, Fantastic. I am doing great. Good. (laughs) All right, guys, so today we're going to be talking about Revenge of the Sith through Obi-Wan's perspective. If you guys did not see the first two episodes of Obi-Wan's Star Wars, we'll have them linked down below. We'll also try to get some cards here in the YouTube channel. Speaking of YouTube, if you're watching us here on the YouTube channel, please hit that subscribe button. We're on the road to 100 subscribers so we could get a custom link. If you are watching, or sorry, rather, listening to us on a podcatcher of choice, please leave us a review there, especially on Apple iTunes, as well as Spotify mobile you can leave a five-star rating we really appreciate all the reviews to help us get into the algorithm anyway this is the final episode of our obi-wan uh star wars series or mini series here um we will be reviewing obi-wan from disney plus so make sure that you are subscribed to all the things so that you know when an episode of that comes out we're really excited for the show and we're really happy to uh, be reviewing every single episode so stay tuned for all of those And without further ado, let's go ahead and get into Revenge of the Sith. So, actually, this starts off with Obi-Wan. Unlike Attack of the Clones, Obi-Wan is not really at the start of the episode episode 3 here. And so now, or sorry, episode 2, episode 3, he is at the start. And they are in a all-out battle in space. And Obi-Wan and Anakin are uh, in their own little, uh, you know, battle cruisers basically and basically the uh sorry the the supreme chancellor palpatine here um he has been caught by general grievous and count dooku and he has been captured obviously spoiler alert i'm sure that this was his plan um, you know, he is, what? he is a bad dude. Um, <laughs> so, so illustrated it's a trap. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's a trap. It's a trap. Um, yeah. So, uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin eventually get onto this ship, um, that General Grievous and Count Dooku are holding the Senator. They're on this rescue mission and, uh, they are, sorry, the chancellor, he's not a Senator at this point. Um, and they end up you know, getting on the ship, uh, R2 is there helping them figure out where, uh, the chancellor is being held. And so they go on, you know, an elevator, stuff like that. Uh, yeah. Uh, basically guys, this is the introduction to the new dynamic that we have between Kenobi and Anakin. What are your thoughts really quick, Justin, on that kind of dynamic that they've shown in this first uh, couple scenes here? Uh, kind of like, more on the same level, I guess, in a sense, uh, they've grown, but they still, they still have that aggression towards one another as if one's better than the other. And I feel like this elevator scene leading up to Padme is forthcoming <laughs> to <laughs> Chancellor Palpatine. Padme Palpatine. is on a different Oh, that's Coruscant. Planet. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I feel like this is, this is like them maintaining the same kind of, uh, uneven balance that they had in the previous film, but to a greater veil, I guess that's the way to put it, uh, to mm-hmm. a greater, you know, span. And I feel like 
Anakin is still doing that I'm better than everyone else kind of thought. I think being called the chosen one so early has caused him to think he is better and more valuable as an asset to the team than anyone, regardless to who they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. They get to uh, the chancellor and Count Dooku shows up and uh, Joe, what does Obi-Wan say to Anakin? Hey, he says uh, together. <laughs> like remember and, last time i mentioned that when we were in a cave and you didn't listen and then now you're all uh could you point to the oh no you lost you lost your hand uh should we try it together this time and you know and what they kind they of did. they kind of do it together ish yeah. in mm-hmm. they start off doing it together and it works yes. way better this mm-hmm. time <laughs> So yeah, uh, Anakin eventually defeats uh, Dooku uh, by himself, actually, and uh, you get the ish. famous ish. Yeah, well, not really ish. I think I think he does it. I think that was the purpose. I mean, Obi Wan does help, uh, but it shows that Anakin. Anakin is, you know, he's on the verge of, uh, spoiler alert again, uh, he's on the verge of going to the dark side, unlimited power, and (laughs) becoming Darth Vader. And the Chancellor takes this moment to plant those seeds again. Like, do it, do it. Like, he he decapitates uh, Christopher Lee's Count Dooku. And, man, what an underutilized Sith Lord in the prequel trilogy, in my opinion. Um, Anyway, (laughs) so... They used him well in the second movie, but yeah, they could have really made more out of... uh, yeah um so anakin you know chops his head off and this is once again his you know we saw the seeds within attack of the clones his path towards the dark side but now uh now it's here's the first seed and this and the plant is growing right um and so but obi-wan uh he's often uh blackout space he's in dreamland he's blacked out right now uh, he eventually wakes up. The Chancellor, Anakin, and Obi-Wan get captured, and then they meet General Grievous. And General Grievous, he's a really cool character, um, but Obi-Wan, um, rightfully so, called the Master Negotiator by General Grievous. He's Master Jedi, and uh, they, t- they, yeah, they take no droid prisoner here. Uh, so they, they get the get their lightsabers back from Grievous, who confiscated them. And they end up saving the day, basically. Uh, saving Chancellor uh, Palpatine. Uh, Grievous, Grievous flees the ship. And uh, yeah, they Anakin uh, lands the ship. Um, and he's Obi-Wan. He's an amazing pilot. The best. Yeah. He is a good pilot. Now, uh, Obi-Wan, he takes this moment to say, Anakin, this is your time in the sun. You know, you go you go ahead and uh, enjoy the, the thing from the politicians and, and Obi-Wan, I love this perspective because it, it starts to show that he's not too keen on politicians. Mm-hmm. Um, at all, at all. He hates them. In fact, <laughs> he, he hates <laughs> politics. Uh, did you guys get the tongue in cheek vibes there? Or was that just me? Like a little bit tongue in cheek with the, Hey, you go have fun with your, with your, uh, your politicians. You, you, you do you, you enjoy that. You enjoy the spotlight. Yeah. You have a good time, man. I'm gonna go over here and do my job. I can get that. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. A little bit, but I mean, like, I also think there's a moment where like, he knows that Jedi's like take 
take pride in what they do and you know when people celebrate them you know i think but obi-wan is just slightly above that i think that's all yeah um, i think I, I yeah that's what i got out of it, is that it was important mm-hmm. to separate yourself from those because that's mm-hmm. prideful yeah. right and the jedi aren't supposed to be prideful they're mm-hmm. supposed to be selfless and that's the whole point of their training is to teach them to be selfless and think of other people before themselves and we get a lot of not that from from anakin yeah. who only wants more well, I, yeah. know, I know where I'm at, but I want more. And I think that Obi-Wan saw that, realized that, so he gave him that. All right, young one, go take your time in the spotlight. Go feel good about what you just did. Like, you need this for your ego. Go check it real quick. Uh, th- that's what I got out of that that mm-hmm. scene. I, You know, in, gotcha. in a nice way. But part of what you guys were talking about last episode, uh, that kind of chiding him, I think that's one of those moments where he chides him and is like, all right, I know you need this yeah. to make yourself feel better. Go, go have fun with your politicians. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Justin, uh, kind of it, this, the movie kind of focuses on Anakin from, uh, this point until we get Obi-Wan, uh, and they have a meeting that Anakin is not a part of because he was with, uh, Senator Chancellor Palpatine. Um, and, Basically, he tells Anakin to watch out for Palpatine. Like, he doesn't trust him. Um, he thinks that he is, doesn't have the best interest of the Republic in mind. Come to find out that that's true. His hunch was uh, pretty spot on. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's just say that. And 100%. Anakin kind of pushes back. Um, pushes back and, you know, says, but Palpatine is a friend. I trust him. Mm-hmm. He's uh, taking care of me ever since I got here. Um yeah, Justin, that, I, what, is, what is your perspective on Obi-Wan here? You know, from Obi-Wan's perspective, I feel like he's seeing his Padawan rebel again, yet again. But I think he's internally viewing himself. Like, why why is Anakin not believing me and taking someone else's mm-hmm. word for it? So maybe, you know, this goes back to that, uh, what we said in the last episode, where it was about Anakin getting treated kind of like poorly throughout the whole thing so you know palpatine has been kind to him for the most part and and treating him as an equal and and talking to him as a friend and he didn't get that from obi-wan for the most of for the majority of these films so i think that anakin was drawn towards that appreciation and that obviously i'm I'm sure obi-wan was looking upon himself of what did i do wrong during this that he's not believing his master over a friend. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, he found not believing his master is is key. Mm-hmm. I think that he mm-hmm. had two masters, right? And I think that was part of it. He was serving two masters yeah. at that point. He was serving the one who made mm-hmm. him feel good, and mm-hmm. he was serving the one who taught him the way you know the right ways to do things. And he yeah. went for mm-hmm. well, he makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so Obi-Wan, uh, then from here, uh, basically comes to find out that Palpatine wants, uh, Anakin on the Jedi council as his personal representative. Um, and he, he, the Supreme chancellor here at this point, he actually demands that. So it's not, it's not something that Anakin's not going to be on the Jedi council, but, um, the Jedi council does not grant him the rank of Jedi master. 
Uh, so another another seed planted in this turn to the dark side for Anakin, and Obi Wan is at the is at the crux of all of that um, in the sense that Obi Wan is his master still, and he needs to help navigate Anakin and his feelings towards this. Like Justin, take us into this. Anakin believes that when you're appointed to the council, you're automatically a master, and Obi Wan kind of has to calm him down a little bit yeah uh he 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 was brought in uh not as an equal again uh you know another mm-hmm. another strike on that front which is probably the biggest one because master yoda's a part of it as well uh, i mm-hmm. feel like that really hit anakin in a in a rough way and obi-wan is is kind of like you're you're getting there you know he's giving him that encouragement you're getting there but you're not quite there yet and just because you're at this point does not mean you are granted all the cookies. You know, yeah. you can you could you could taste a cookie and be part of the the big ploy thing. It's like it's like sitting and deciding dinner when you're a kid. You know, you get to decide what we're gonna have, but you're not gonna make it yourself. You get to help decide those things. So I feel like mm-hmm. this is uh Obi Wan trying to comfort Anakin and Anakin just you know, he has that other master, like we said. He has that other person that's yeah. going to turn the other cheek and say hey this that's unfair you know you should be mm-hmm. you should be this they're treating you wrong he's going to play on all those points that anakin feels like he's being cheated on yeah and obi-wan you know he doesn't understand that he doesn't know that you know that he's going to be forced into the other side of the force in, in mm-hmm. a way i guess yeah so uh obi-wan and the jedi council as well as uh palpatine at this point believe that if they find general grievous and they kill general grievous the war is basically over count dooku is out of the scene they they're not necessarily believing uh that the that there is another like sith lord at this point in the sense Mm -hmm. of like puppet master just yet they don't believe it just yet um and Obi-Wan is uh, is basically put into a position where he is going to go find General Grievous because they found out a little bit about his, his whereabouts. Now, the other thing here is that Anakin, <clears throat> Anakin was uh, told by Palpatine that Palpatine would like Anakin to do this job. But the Jedi Council says, well, you're not... You, Palpatine doesn't decide what the Jedi Council is supposed to decide. So they end up sending uh, General Kenobi. And Joe, take us into this. Uh, Obi-Wan is off-world. He's not on Coruscant right now uh, where Anakin is. There's a, obviously a lot of stuff that happened behind the scenes, but Obi-Wan's not there. He's not privy to all this information. No, he's, he he's is, doing his job. Mm, he's off-world. Yeah, so, he's doing his job for the Jedi Council uh, because he follows orders. When he's given them, he does them. Because that's mm-hmm. his job, so he's gone. He's gonna track down. They've they have where they think General Grievous is at. So he shows up to there, uh, makes contact with the people of that planet. They're like, "Yo, he's here." I'm like, "We're hostages. Save us." Uh, he's up there on like the tenth level, and so then we get uh, great, great interaction, lightsaber battles. You get all of it here. Uh, what looks like, uh. Uh, I mean, okay, so you get an opportunity to see General Kenobi or Obi-Wan Kenobi doing everything that we've seen in the previous two movies, uh, but by himself. In the first movie, he had Qui-Gon with him. In the second movie, he had Anakin with him. 
for most of his like battle things. Uh, and this one we see him and you see his prowess as a, a force wielder, as a lightsaber um, fighter and how he does on his own and all of this, the way he he's able to talk to people and negotiate uh, kind of work and use the force to push and uh, like bend things to his will. will. You get to see all of that uh, in uh, just by himself. It's and it's the first mm-hmm. time that we get that. Uh, how good is he alone? How good is he when he's on his own? How good can he handle his own? Uh, apart from the one uh, instance against Django Fett, um, but this is the first time you get to see him against big groups of people. Against uh, um, what's his name? Oh my gosh, I blanked on it. Uh, Grievous. Grievous, yeah. Grievous. <laughs> uh, four lightsabers versus the one. Uh, so you get to see kind of what you don't get any sort of, you get hints at the rest of the, the, the other two prequel movies, you get a good look at like, okay, Obi-Wan is kind of BA. Like he can handle yeah. mm-hmm. anything thrown at him. Uh, and then, yeah, he, so he wins, obviously, uh, they do this big chase scene. He's on a lizard yeah. thing. Grievous is in a weird one wheel. Uh, they're hanging out, zipping through the planet. Uh, and then finally he defeats Grievous, uh, in pretty epic fashion. If you haven't seen these, obviously go watch them. If you haven't seen them in a while, rewatch these fights. They're great. Uh, oh, yeah. and then, uh, I mean for Obi-Wan, then all of a sudden we have execute order 66 and, and his, from his point of view, like there's nothing that leads up to him knowing what's going on. Yeah. He just has his his unit turn on him and trying to kill him. So he just took out mm-hmm. Grievous and then seconds later, a minute later, uh, they're trying to shoot him off the wall and, and kill him. Mm-hmm. His clone troops are trying to murder him. Yeah. So obviously in the background, he doesn't know this, but, uh, Senator Palpatine or sorry, Chancellor Palpatine is found out to be this Sith Lord. Um, and Anakin is now his new apprentice as Darth Vader. Mace Windu gets his arm chopped off. He dies. Who knows if he shows up later, they might bring him back. Who knows? They're resurrecting characters. There's rumors. Samuel Jackson wants to do it. Purple lightsaber. Yo, let's go. He didn't die. Um, No, honestly in star Wars in general, if a character falls, he's generally still alive. Uh, so, you know, yeah, it's a good rule. Mm -hmm. Fun. Even if it's an and, and, and now that they brought Boba back and Django was the one who decapitated, um, well, well, Mace was the one who decapitated Django Fett or Boba Fett Senior. That that revenge story could be a thing if they bring you never Mace know. back. That'd be cool. But this is Obi Wan Star Wars, and <laughs> so Obi Wan, as Joe alluded to, gets betrayed by his troop, his battalion that is uh, behind him at the fight with General Grievous and his cl- and his droids, rather, and. He falls into water. He doesn't really know what's going on. He does eventually find out that all across the the world, um, the clones have betrayed the Jedi. Across the galaxy. Yeah, across the galaxy. He gets he hijacks a plane and he gets a he gets a basically uh, a message that is from Senator Organa. Yeah, Bail Organa. And yep, and he he tells them, hey. Uh, the Jedi have been all killed at the Jedi Council. There's he intercepts another message from uh, Palpatine himself that says, "Go back to the Jedi Council. 
uh, go back to you know the Jedi uh, Temple, where, yeah, yeah, the Jedi Temple on Coruscant. Uh, basically, it's a trap, um, and so Organa Again. warns. Huh? It's, yeah, a trap. it's a trap. <laughs> Organa <laughs> warns Obi Wan. Obi Wan uh, goes to the coordinates that Organa gives them, and he meets uh, Jedi Master Yoda there as well. They come up with the plan. And so at this point, yeah, at this point, they come up with a plan to go and basically change the message, uh, you know, change the decoding message that says, hey, come back to the Jedi Council. Um, but, <clears throat> but they change it so that this you know so that they don't and uh justin joe let's talk about this here really quick um obi-wan finds out some very bad information at this point he sees some security footage oh dude that his that his brother yeah his his best friend so to speak um you know that obi-wan believes uh has executed Order 66, basically, to put it bluntly. So, uh, J- Justin, well, that wasn't necessarily bluntly. He kills a bunch of kids at the Jedi Temple. He murders um, everyone there, yeah. So, everyone yeah, left alive there. Justin, he goes through what, is, what is Obi-Wan's mindset here as he comes to find this information out? Uh, one, I've rewatched this scene many times looking for a Grogu. Don't see one. Uh, but uh, <laughs> on another note, uh, Obi-Wan sees this and is almost in disbelief uh mm. but also believes it i guess that's that's the best way to put it because you're seeing it happen and you're seeing your padawan turning to the dark side in front of you and mm. it, it it's it's a large jump from where we were you know yeah sure mm. you know not believing your master over a friend is it's bad but this jump of the younglings is that's like full-on you can't get back from that uh, and he knows that, and he knows that he's going to have to put a stop to this. Uh, it, mm-hmm. It's obviously tough for Obi Wan to take that in. Yeah, he asks Yoda point, just point blank, straight up. He goes, "I can't do it. I can't let me go after uh, the Sith Lord. I'd rather take on the big baddie. Please let me go after him. I can't kill my brother. I can't do it." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Yoda mm-hmm. says, "You gotta go. You gotta go take care of that problem. You created it." <laughs> and it's like, oh dang. Oof, like, how hard is that? Yeah, I mean, not necessarily created. I think Yoda realizes that um, Palpatine's much stronger than Obi-Wan is led to believe, you know? Yeah. And and so Yoda is kind of protecting Obi-Wan because he Yoda also understands that this is the end of the Jedi, yeah. you know, for the foreseeable future. Like, they, they will be going into hiding at the end of this movie, and Yoda understands that he also needs Obi-Wan to be alive in this universe. Um, obviously, we know because of, you know, shows like The Mandalorian, you know, that Ahsoka is still around and stuff like that throughout Grogu. this time period in Grogu. Um, but at the end of the day, like, Yoda really believes that he could go take on Palpatine and Obi-Wan has to figure this out. Um, and so he goes and sees Padme. He basically... You know, he knows that Padme is pregnant. It's if it's not obvious and physical, like he could just sense the heartbeats probably. Um, realizes that Anakin is the father. Um and yeah, uh, Padme wouldn't tell him where to go, but he uh he stows away he he becomes He's a stowaway on dog. her ship now. <laughs> on her ship now, um, because Padme feels the the need and the draw to go 
see Anakin on Mustafar. Um, and on Mustafar, uh, Anakin is there. He just killed all of the leaders of all of the other formidable armies within the galaxy that they know of. Yep. Um, took out all the competition. <clears throat> Whoops. <laughs> took out everybody. Yeah. And so, um, Padme, uh, Padme, you know, shows up, Obi-Wan shows up as well. And Anakin believes that Padme has now betrayed him. Dude. And, uh, Obi-Wan basically says, you have done this yourself. This is not, this is not of anybody's doing, but yourself. Um, and I love, I love that line that, uh, the Sith only, you know, the dark side only deals in absolutes. And that's how, that's how, you know, Anakin was speaking. Um, and yeah, uh, in my opinion, one of the greatest lightsaber battles in all of Star Wars commences, um, and Anakin and Obi-Wan go, go toe to toe. Um, before we jump into that, can we talk about how yeah, Obi-Wan saves Padme's life? Uh, I mean, you know, just yeah, from the, he from uses this a lens. Jedi mind trick, you know. He, yeah. Not even that. He he has to he has to try and find Anakin's humanity inside of Vader, mm-hmm. so that Anakin doesn't kill his yeah. wife and the mother of his unborn children in a moment mm-hmm. where all he feels is hatred. Like, I don't even think it was force. It was using like back to negotiation and the relationship they had built. Uh and he finally he was able to break through, but Anakin was killing his wife, actively yeah. mm-hmm. murdering his wife and unborn yeah. children. And Obi Wan is like, Anakin, stop! Like, hey, look at me, stop! You are focus. You me. are murdering, yeah, your wife and children right now. And he's able to take that that focus of hatred, and he he takes it on himself. He says, mm-hmm. "Don't don't hate her. Understand it was me. I did this. Like I snuck on board." focus all of that on me look at what you're doing to your wife and like he's able to break through that and he he doesn't stop it right he doesn't break through it i guess he just refocuses it on himself and he takes yeah. all of that mm-hmm. hatred on himself instead yeah then that's what jedis do the self-sacrifice you know that's yeah. what they yeah. have to do mm-hmm. that's what's selfless. selfless yeah <laughs> now Battle well, scene. I mean, and Obi-Wan knows that he'll do anything for his friend you know and um and unfortunately that anything is is death at this point like he Obi-Wan does and has resolved that he has to kill Anakin. Um and that's got to be a tough pill to swallow uh because he knows the devastation that the dark side of the force could bring. And here in front of him is going to be the most powerful force wielder, most powerful lightsaber uh wielder, you know, if he doesn't stop him. Um, and you know, we come to find out, you know, at the end of the day that he doesn't necessarily stop him. Uh, this lightsaber battle is awesome. Uh, Obi-Wan, you know, has the high ground at the end of it. And, um, basically, basically has this heartfelt monologue at the end. He pleads with his friend one more time. Yeah. Pleads with his friend. I have the high ground. Anakin doesn't believe him. He tries to jump over him. Uh, just like Obi-Wan jumped over Darth Maul, um, more effectively, (laughs) <laughs> and uh and basically uh you know Anakin becomes the Darth Vader that we know from the original trilogy but that's not to that's not to end there that Obi-Wan you know he pleads with him he says you were the chosen one you were the you chosen were my- one Anakin you were supposed to what is it uh 
heal the. You were supposed to bring balance to the balance to the force. Yeah. To the I force. loved you, not I destroy loved it. You, Anakin. He says, "I mm. loved you, Anakin. You were like a brother to me. You were the and chosen is, one. You were supposed to bring balance to the force, not destroy it." Yeah, and it's yeah, like, how hard does that hit? Like, I mean, oh, obviously, yeah. we're a bunch of nerds here, but we're also a bunch of like people who have feelings, and we're dads, and we have kids, and like we've had relationships, you know, like so we understand all of that really well like how that hit me super hard today rewatching it it was like yeah dude and then like exactly like right after that anakin just looks up and screams i hate you back yeah oh that's tough just the utmost betrayal yeah Yeah. it's like oh Mm -hmm. geez and like as betrayed as anakin felt obi-wan was was there now in the same spot but he didn't let that anger and hatred turn him he he just took the hit like yeah Yeah, so I mean, this gut punch that Obi-Wan feels here, uh, his friend, his, his, you know, mentee, uh, his person that he's spent a lot of his life with here at this point has betrayed him and gone Mm -hmm. to the dark side. Anakin does become Darth Vader. Uh, Obi-Wan helps Padme, um, you know, get to a, a health center where she's able to deliver the babies. We see Luke and Leia, uh, born. And we know from the the original trilogy that Luke and Leia are the catalyst for the rebellion against the Empire. Um, and uh, Obi-Wan basically takes it upon himself to go to Tatooine, stay in Tatooine, and make sure that Luke is kept safe. Because if there's anything about the prophecy that, you know, held true was that a Skywalker was going to be the one who brought balance to the force. And I'm sure that Obi-Wan felt that. I'm sure that Yoda felt that. And, um, I'm sure that what we will, uh, what we will see in the Obi-Wan Disney plus series and what we saw at the end of revenge of the Sith is that Obi-Wan is not done with his training. Um, he Yoda does say that he has been in, in talks with Qui-Gon Jinn, his old master who has mastered the way of the afterlife and can now be a force ghost that we know, um, mm-hmm. you know, from the later movies. And yeah, I'm really excited for Obi-Wan, uh, the series. You guys, this was Obi-Wan's journey through the prequel trilogy. Guys, really quick, just uh, what did you think? What do you think of, and what are your thoughts about the upcoming Obi Wan series, um, and what what we'll see from him? Justin, we'll start with you. Do it. Uh, I cannot wait uh, to watch this <laughs> series. One, they're releasing two episodes on the same day for the first premiere. Wow, uh, Disney. <laughs> yeah, that's the way to go. Give us an hour and a half or more of content right off the gates. Thank you. Uh, I am excited to see what they're going to show. Because from the original trilogy, we see Luke with his family on Tatooine. And we see Obi-Wan watching from a distance or hiding with Tusken Raiders in the the distance. Uh, I feel like (laughs) old Ben is going to have his own place. We're going to see, you know, how he... How he really... It, it from the trailers it looks like action sorry jelly it looks like action lots of action you know that's going to be a part of star wars regardless <laughs> uh action is big and we don't know how that's going to like play out you know we see some stuff we see some stuff yeah, you're good and you're lots good. of action I, I kept it very very spoiler free for you all right <laughs> um, you know there's action in star wars that's really all you got 
Space Wizards, bro. I'm excited for Space Wizards. That's what I'm excited for. Uh, we've had a lot of Mandalorian and a lot of other things. Uh, we've had some Luke in there. We've had some Ashoka Tana in there. Uh, I'm excited for a series focused solely on a Space Wizard. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really excited for Obi-Wan. Um, really, I'm sure you guys agree with this, that at the end of the day with the prequel trilogy, whatever you think about it, Ewan McGregor was fantastic as Obi-Wan and to have more have more of him in a full on series really excited for that space wizard adventure as Joe just said and yeah Obi-Wan's gonna be great so stay tuned listeners we will be reviewing every single episode of Obi-Wan the series stay tuned for this upcoming Thursday as of this uh, release um, where we will have the review of the first two episodes of the Obi-Wan series. So, yeah, get excited for that. We're really excited. Just for just really quickly for the reviews, we will be uh, like a week behind the episode. So listen to our review before you watch the newest episode coming out. Um, that way you could get in the mindset of getting getting our opinions and, and looking forward to the newest episode. So we will be a week behind usually with our reviews. As well as, I'm not sure if Joe's going to be able to join us on some of these, but me and Justin are planning on doing some Star Wars tier lists that are exclusive to our YouTube channel. So um, stay tuned for those as well. Uh, Without anything left to say, yeah, sorry. Let's do something fun. Uh, Without seeing a single episode of the new Obi-Wan series, let's give it an out of five and see if it holds up. Ooh. That sounds like that's interesting, right? Oh, okay. All right. Where we um, think it'll be. I like yes. that. Yes. Five out of five. I, I think I think Ewan McGregor is going to just kill it and it's just gonna be a fun series. Five out of five. Five out uh, of five what? Yeah. <laughs> Blanks out five of five. Five out of five. <laughs> five out of five. Hello there. <laughs> all right. Out of uh, out of five. All right. Um I feel like I'm at a disadvantage because I haven't watched anything. I so listeners, I don't do trailers, uh, so I have no idea. All I know is that Ewan McGregor is reprising his role as Obi Wan. Uh, I am very hopeful, though, uh, especially on rewatch. Uh, I've told this outside of the recording, but I'm saying it now. I think Obi Wan carries the trilogy. I'm going to. I'm going to give it a 4.8. I don't know if it'll be 5.5. 4.8. <laughs> Uh, lightsaber training drones out of five. Uh, as for myself, I agree. Uh, 4.5 ice cubes out of Friday out of five. Um, cause ice cube is on the cast list. Okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> all right, guys, that was our final journey through Obi-Wan star Wars. Thank you for listening to all those uh, little episodes that we had for you. Um, yeah. And if you have any questions, uh, or any comments, just let us know down below, make sure you just subscribe to the YouTube channel, following all the podcasters of choice and leaving a review. My name is Mike. That is Justin. That is Joe. And we will talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye everyone. May the force be with you. May the force be with all. That was a Catholic reference. I used to be Catholic. Um, all right, cool. Goodbye.